Hey everybody, this is Tyson and Logan, and you're listening to Dad Bods and Beards Podcast. It's a show that gives you a fresh look on being a father, a husband, and honestly, a man being in today's world. For people who want to have a good time, laugh, and be uplifted, thanks for subscribing and listening. Now for the show. What up, everyone? Today, uh, we're just talking. We don't have a ton of plan, but we wanted to get an episode out there for you guys because Logan and I really enjoy talking to each other, and uh, we have a fun time, and uh, for some odd reason, a few of you like us are here in our conversations. Well, we were just saying that like we we plan out episodes. Sometimes we do a little bit more serious ones. Sometimes we do some fun ones, and sometimes... Some of our best ones are when we just kind of just sit down like, hey, man, how you doing? And then we get the, you know, the fart chills in Twilight episode <laughs> or like the aliens episode. <laughs> but what was it that uh, I sent you guys that, you know, we need to d- discuss this topic because that was one of the things that people are searching up on podcasts. I, I need to take a breath there. Um, what oh, was what it that was I sent it? you? No. Hold on. Hold because on. Because it was Stand hilarious. By. You're talking about with... Um, me or Janae. Okay. Um, yeah. Thrift shopping. Apparently that's a, that's what? a hot topic. Thrift shopping. Yeah. Thrift shopping. That's what it yeah, was. You were sending me the analytics of something and you're like, apparently we need to talk about thrift shopping. <laughs> and Google translates make haggis is one. Answering your questions about today. Um, ancient aliens, the star <laughs> children. Yeah. So um, shout out to, uh, beard gang of california if you guys haven't seen him yet he's got some pretty cool apparel he listens religiously now to our podcast and he was like dude i love the aliens episode he's like how how far down the rabbit hole do you want to go because i've got a great (laughs) podcast for you so he sent one to me i'm gonna start listening to but yeah i mean ancient aliens all that kind of stuff that's always i mean flat earth cube earth all that fun crap but and then the other ones were uh thrift with me um, Fortnite too, just another boring morning. Uh, last to take the hands off a Christmas present. And here's the one that your wife mentioned before that we probably should discuss, but this was a big, this was a big one that people are looking for is STD prank on husband. My wife or your I'm wife? <laughs> I was like, when did you talk to my wife about STDs? <laughs> I forgot to tell you about you yeah. know, your, your wife and I, uh, we have a weird relationship. STD, that's, 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 that would be a really, uh, That'd be a really scary prank. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, by the way, your terminal. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, but no. How's your? Uh, how's See, your now we been? can hit every one of those searchability things because we're talking about it, and so we're going to go viral now. Oh That's yeah, how dude. it works. Plug words. No, oh, now that I've asked you for the third time, I don't think you've heard me. How has your week been, Tyson? <laughs> so, um, anyway, have you? No, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm done. Hey, well, it's been great. See you later. <laughs> no, my week has been fun. Um, Busy. Um, we've we've gotten uh, a lot of good response or good. Um, how do I put this? We've heard a lot of good things from doctors about oh, our one child that's in uh, a treatment center, that's and awesome. everything's going really well. And from there, uh, we get to go be with that child um, Saturday for four hours. That's and awesome. We get to take them out and just have an enjoyable time with with them. So I'm really excited for that. And then uh, I took Porter today. Um, a 15 year old boy who he's, he got his learner's permit and, and he's driving. 
Oh, geez. Was, I was like, <laughs> you know, everything's sucking up in my body because I'm so nervous. Your, like, your, 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 your butthole's eating the car seat. Yeah, <laughs> and he takes a turn. He's going like 50 miles an hour. Really, he's probably like going five, but it feels like 50. And I'm like, sure. dude, dude, dude. Are you in the truck or are you in the, the, the van? Uh, the uh, just a regular Suzuki, nineteen twenty oh, or whatever. Yeah. I think it was like, I think it was like a nineteen ninety nine Suzuki. That sure. it's Isaac's. He left home before he left. Yeah, dude, that's freaky. I I taught my little sisters how to drive. I there there are young my younger sisters. They're I don't know eight years younger than me, give or take. And I I helped them learn how to drive, and that was like. I took him to a high school parking lot where it was uh-huh. empty, right. <laughs> so can't get in too much trouble there, but no, he did a really good job. Um, there was a policeman we drove past and I'm like, well, hey, go to the speed, go to the speed. And he was, and he, he did a really good job. I think we went on a 45 mile an hour road and, uh, and uh, we passed a few cars, and I'm like, oh, oh don't swear. Don't <laughs> yeah. that's so funny. So I grew up in like little cow town, like Northern California, like south of Sacramento. And I'd driven all kinds of crap before I, before I got my permit. So when I went, when I got into my driver's training after I got my permit and passed the written test and I went into my, you know, guy shows up at your house with the car to do the driver's training and we start driving around and he's like, Oh yeah, go here, take your whatever. And then when he's like, looks at me, he goes, you already know how to drive. I was like, hmm, maybe. <laughs> and he's like, all right, let's go hit the freeway. We hit the freeway. I merge, no problem, whatever. We're just cruising. And then he goes, you've been driving quite a bit before, haven't you? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. He's like, do you parallel park? I'm like, yeah. So I do all that. And then he's like, well, we're pretty much done here. Do you mind if we run a couple of errands? Because I got you for another 45 minutes. <laughs> We go pick up his dry cleaning. We go to the post office. We go through freaking McDonald's drive through And he's like, you want something? <laughs> but yeah, safe to say my parents, I didn't have to do, I didn't have to do all three courses. He just signed me off after like a 45 minute ride around. He's like, yeah, he's good. <laughs> That's but, cool. <clears throat> but what about you? How, how was your week? It was good. We, uh, we hit a milestone this week, man. We, uh, we bought a minivan. Oh Yeah. Welcome and, uh, to adulthood. I am not upset about it at all. Right? I freaking, I freaking love it. I wish I would have listened to my wife five years ago when she asked for one. Mind we, mind you, we only have two kids, right? And no, Chelsea is not pregnant. Like everybody, that's everyone's follow up question. Like, oh, we bought a baby with twins. No, no, <laughs> we have we have no babies on the way. <laughs> but, dude, we bought a Toyota Sienna, and I'm like. Okay, if we're buying a minivan, I'm picking it. So I picked like all blacked out black leather sport package, like the 20 inch wheels. Like it looks, it looks really clean. But dude, I have, my truck has sat parked in the driveway all weekend. I've been like, gotta go to Home Depot, take the van, take the van, gotta go to Walmart, take the van. (laughs) I'm cruising around on that thing. I feel super cool. I'm like, we're getting 20 miles per gallon. It rides like a Mercedes and it's get, and it's just way Mm -hmm. more affordable than her Ford Explorer that was like blowing up every other month. You know what the best thing about getting a van when you have kids What's is that? the screen that they can watch a movie and they don't fight. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, this is heaven. Because when I have six kids and they're all in the back and they're like, nope, turn the screen on. What do you guys want to watch? And we'll pull yeah, out a DVD and, you, and uh, you know, you're watching Cars too or whatever it is, which is the worst Cars. I don't know why, you know. But yeah. uh, and uh, they're just watching and they're not fighting anymore. It's so nice. Dude, you know what's one of the things that I love the most? I didn't realize it just because obviously I drive a lifted F-350 
and I climb up into it every day. Uh huh. You just like step into the minivan. You don't step down. You don't step up. You just kind of like scoot your butt to the side and you're in it. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I get why every like old retired, like empty nesters, grandma and grandpa, why they like minivans because, and when you're driving, I noticed as we were, we were driving around today and I look over at my wife and she's like sitting upright and I'm like, like the perfect posture. I'm like, this van is like ergonomic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, your feet aren't stretched out. Your legs aren't falling asleep. And I'm like, I'm literally driving in like a perfect posture right now. And I'm like, well, someone better get me some cargo shorts and some new balances because I am here. So do they have the air conditioning seats? Oh, yeah. We got air conditioning seats. We got the heated seats. We got the air conditioning seats are like you get out and you're like, my back's not all sweaty. I'm not embarrassed to hug someone. (laughs) Well, because that was my fear is like we get it's all black. I normally buy, only buy white vehicles. Like okay. every one, like I only and I've only ever bought white vehicles. And now we bought this black one because it looked really good, and I got a screaming deal on it. But it's all black leather, and so the last couple of days I'm like, man, this thing is freaking toasty. <laughs> like uh-huh. when we get into it, so I'm gonna go get it all all the tint, you know, a little bit darker here in Utah. You can get the front windows tinted, and I like to do all that. But yeah, it's uh, it's got all the bells and whistles. I I love it already. I'm like, I'm you, like, man. I'm like talking to guys at work of you know at the construction company. I'm like, yeah, we bought a van, no big deal. Like, it's it's pretty cool. Here, you want to see a picture? Like, <laughs> like, like it's a new baby in our family. <laughs> yeah. But no, man, we love it. I I uh I wish I would have listened to my wife. You know, now that that's you know, that's usually the case. A lot of people are hesitant to buy a new vehicle, especially something that they've never done. And then all of a sudden, you get the van, you're like. This is nice. I enjoy this. And then you're like, we can make a road trip to uh, California right now. Go to Disneyland. And it's okay. Yeah. Dude, well, because we, we might go to California to visit family for Christmas. And I'm like, I'm like, well, we'll probably take the truck because we'll go over, you know, over the mountains and, you know, in, out of Nevada into California. But I'm like, yeah, but the van would be so cushy. <laughs> <laughs> but <clears throat> no, man, it's, it's, uh, they say you should never drive, test drive a minivan because then you want one. Because, dude, the minute I test drove one, a week and a half ago, I was like, oh, we're getting one. <laughs> I love this thing. See, that's how I am with my truck. You know, I have oh, an yeah. old school truck and I tried a new one. I'm like, oh, one day. One day. Because yeah. I well, drive a, uh, what, an F-250 1990. And I love, uh, I love this truck. I love it to death. And I'm never going to sell it. It's always going to be a part. But then you drive something that's brand new and you're just like, okay. Yeah. This is nice. Well, my F-350, I don't pay for it. Or I probably couldn't pay for that thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's a company truck. I think is way outside my budget, but I do love it. But, um, so I gotta, I gotta drop a bomb on you. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm going to shave. Shut up. Wait, what? Not I'm all mad. I'm like, wait, <laughs> not anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. So, but what are you talking about? Okay. So we all know. So I, I'm, um, we're at like 11 months today since I shaved it off at the barbershop. You believe it? Yeah. Was- so it'll September 26th will be exactly a year that I grew it out and I promised updates that I never did past like three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I think you had like two or three months. Nice but no, but I found out today that locks of love will accept beard hair oh. as long as it is over 10 inches long. So obviously I still got some distance to go. We're talking probably another year. But I think what I want to do is I want to... I want to do that is I want to like grow my beard out to the right length and then cut it off and just 
do that because I've never been the guy that could grow my hair out. Like obviously I have pretty good hair on top of my head I could do it with too. But I was looking it up. I was looking at, came across some stuff and I'm like, oh, Locks of Love does does actually take beard hair. And so as long as it's over 10 inches long and I'm like, I feel like that would be a good cause for yeah, I, Plus, can't, I can't fault you on that. But dude, still a think butt, of all the but good I can't fault you. Think of all the good freaking content we could get. The last time <laughs> I did this, we both blew up. <laughs> no, but it, it's, but, it's uh, but I told you what I want. What? I, uh, so I've lost 40 pounds so far. Yes. Um, a little more That's than 40 crazy. pounds. And I, when I get down to, uh, basically if I lose 50 more pounds, I'll be about 260 and, uh, I'll feel very comfortable. And I think I'm going to shave completely shave. And then just do a regrowth, just uh, just a regrowth. So basically, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to drink all this water. I'm going to take all the vitamins and minerals that I absolutely need to in order to have a maintain a healthy body. I'm going to continue working out. I'm going to make sure my sleep is on point. And then I'm going to grow my beard and do a weekly updates and just show everyone, okay, this is what I'm doing. This is how I'm doing it. And just yeah. so that people understand what's going on. And plus, I haven't seen my face for, I don't remember last time I saw my face. Yeah. Maybe 2018, so five years. Really? Yeah. So I think I'm going to do that too, but yours is a little bit more better than mine. Well, I just was kind of like, you know, because I got asked today at church, like, oh, how long are you going to grow it this time? Because a lot of them saw that I shaved it off, right? Uh-huh. And, and I was like, I don't know. And I was just kind of looking around on the internet or whatever. And someone was like, oh, I, someone was like, oh, yeah, you should, like, you should donate to Locks of Love. And I was like, I don't think they take beard hair. And then I just piqued my interest. I'm sitting there, should be listening in church. So I'm like Googling this. <laughs> Does locks of love take beard hair? <laughs> and then it was like, yes. And I'm like, oh, holy crap. There's obviously what do they use with it. So they obviously I think they would like condition the crap out of it to make it a lot not so coarse, but they will they will make uh children's wigs out of it. Oh. So it's like that much more incentive to just keep up with the health. Like, I mean, you've seen it. My beard is a very soft beard hair. It is like Obviously, and and I will quick plug for you, sweet water conditioner, no doubt. Yeah, and I started using that religiously. Like the beard oil, beard butter, obvious given makes a huge difference. But like I could almost get away without having to use either one of those fresh out of a shower using that because dude, it is just soft as a freaking like face pillow if that's a thing. But still, it is. So So, yeah, anybody listening? uh, How long are you right now? My beard. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Of your beard. <laughs> I was waiting to see if you caught that. <laughs> well, I mean, I have lost some weight and, you know. <laughs> From an uh, inch to an inch and a quarter. If you do the, if you do the. <laughs> <laughs> and canceled. Uh, if you do the official measurement, right? Like, like the, like the beard competition measurement, bottom of uh-huh. the to the bottom of the longest hair off the chin. I think I'm right at like six and a half to seven inches. Mind you, we did trim about a half an inch off my beard a couple months ago. Right. But they're not going to go off of that. They're going to actually have to no. go off of the actual length. Yeah. They're going to go from, so what we'll have to, I'll probably have to grow it to about at least 12 inches because you got to think that there's all the different yeah. hair. So that's all, like I said, I, I probably got another eight months to a year before it gets to that point. But, and then we're, uh, <clears throat> Not this coming. So this coming Friday, I'll be at the barbershop for a haircut, but then I'll have to come back again at the year mark so we can get like a nice clean beard trim. Yeah. 
So yeah, I'm excited uh, to uh, we're going to do a live on that, yeah. you know, and then we're also going to uh, make a few TikToks again. So it's kind of fun. Everyone seems to like our TikToks when we do. Them yeah, we, you and I had a couple that did pretty dang good there. And I've had a few people being like, when are you enticing it? Because there was a stint there where I was up at the barbershop like every three or four weeks. And it was after Vegas. We've both been so freaking busy. Like I still have all the Vegas like convention booth stuff. You do. I'll bring it up on Friday. But no, it's dude, it's been just it's so busy. Like life. I feel like life is just getting crazy busy and just go, go, go. Like we talked about last week with kids in school my wife is starting to like substitute teach. And so it's just everything. Is now, just and now that your wife is expecting again, you shut just, up. There's a lot more you got to get done to get we, baby proof in the house. And no, we are not, we are not expecting. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's funny. No. So my brother, uh, so I'm, uh, let's see, I'm about 15 years older than my younger brother and yeah. he just had a baby and, uh, I was holding him and, and just loving the kid. is just such a cute kid, and I absolutely love him. And uh, okay, I'm like, okay, I'm done giving it back to him. <laughs> at the, and uh, my brother, and I'm like, and I turned to Candace, I'm like, I love that child. So glad it's not ours. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so done with that point in my life right now. Cause That's if funny. Candace was to get pregnant, I would love the kid, but I would be crying in despair <laughs> deep inside. <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> it's like, no, not again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I could, I mean, I could. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm 33. I mean, I could still, we could still pop out another kid. Like, and I could totally be good with it. I was I 34 what, when Hattie was born. What? I was 34 when my last one was born. Yeah. So like I, I could like I don't know what TikTok is on right now. I'm on, apparently on baby talk, like all the giggle <laughs> all the giggles and like the funny stuff. Like I sent them to my wife and I'm just kind of like, what am I doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> but <clears throat> no man, yeah. It's uh when then you look at you look at back at you know old old videos on your phone of your kids when they were toddlers and when they were and then you're like, oh you're like, oh, they were really freaking cute. Uh-huh. <laughs> And then you're like, yeah, I mean, we, looked, never, we never slept. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, man, I just wish I could hang out with them more and all that. And then they wake up and you're like, nope, nope, we're done. You're just yeah. Going. And then and then the seven year old, <laughs> the, the seven year old has just the attitude from hell. And you're just like, yeah. what, what did we do? Well, what did we do? I looked at you wrong. Like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, and then like I a porter came and and uh, he was talking to me, and then someone came, one of his friends, and all not his friends, but like a parent came over and just complimented how nice uh, Porter is and how responsible and how kind he is to his friends and all this. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And that's I look at Porter, I'm like, why don't you ever do that to us? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, we get that all the time. People are like, my daughter, she's like, oh, she's so sweet, like from her teachers and from uh -huh. and then we come home, she comes here, and she is just. She's a sweetheart. I love her to death, but she gets that. She can, I mean, she gets it from me. Just uh -huh. the big, the big emotions. We talked about that. And it's just kind of like, why? She, this is my daughter saving grace. My wife and I were just talking about this. She is so polite when she's in a good mood. She is a thank you. She is. I love you. She like, we, she will, she will come back after like a heightened situation where she was getting, in, you know, kind of corrected. You know, a little bit, she was in a little bit of trouble. She'll come back and she'll say, I'm sorry that I was being mean, but this happened today and it made me really mad for the rest of the day. You're like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. I love you, baby. Come here. <laughs> I can't even believe I was mad. 
you're such a sweetheart. I love you. I'm so sorry, Matt. Do you want a cookie? I know it's midnight. (laughs) (laughs) But oh man. No, No. I swear the kids know how to manipulate me too. It's just like they they like I'll go grocery shopping and and you know and try to help it out and just like, hey Candace, what do you need for me to get? And I'll I'll go real quick. And uh kids will come with me, but they won't go with her because they know for a fact mom won't get anything, but I will. Yeah. And I'm like, you little brats. Well, and then my wife will text me, do not get them anything extra. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what it was. We were on our way home, and now we got a Happy Meal. So, like, it's, I didn't do it on <laughs> it's, happening. <laughs> it's true, though. Like, why did why did you get this treat? Because they asked. And she's cute. See, well, my daughter will. She'll, like, manipulate me. She'll be like, so I've taken her to Walmart a few times, and she's been like, oh, my gosh, I'm so hungry. So I'll, like over in like the kind of like fruit section or like where they've got, you know, the strawberries and the grapes or whatever, like in a little cooled, they have these little mini almost like kids lunchables, but they're like uh-huh. healthier snacks. They have like Mickey mouse and Paw Patrol and whatever. And it's like yogurt covered raisins and like crackers and some cheese and some nuts. And I've grabbed her one of those before. Right. Cause, and then you can like pop it open and she can eat it while we're shopping. And then we just buy the empty container at the end. Yeah. So we'll be like, shopping and she'll see him she's like hey dad it was really fun that one time that you got me that snack thing. <laughs> she's like i really liked it and i'm like shut up <laughs> <laughs> next thing you know she's eating one and i'm like dang i lost it <laughs> it's so true though yeah but i'll do that to my wife we'll be driving i'll be like hey babe it was really cool that one time that we got wendy's and you were cool with it she's like shut up you're on a diet I'm like dang <laughs> No, but really, Porter's like, Dad, it was so much fun going to a movie. It would be so cool if we got to go see see a movie. And that's why we went to a movie last night, because he really oh, wanted yeah. to. And he wanted to hang out with Dad. I'm like, he I used to know that. I know. He's 15. He He's in high school now, and he wants to still hang out with his dad. I'm like, okay, let's do it. I was going to say, just give another year or two, and he's just going to think that you're lame. I don't know. Isaac never thought I was lame. Unless, well, to my face, at least. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I hope uh, my kids are always good and they want to hang out with us and but you know we were kids once we know how it is oh yeah that's what if I really a girl like, gave me any sort of attention I'm like nope see you mom see you dad yeah. <laughs> dude that's a story I could tell you so uh, I I was 17 right and I had this pretty serious girlfriend uh, first girlfriend I ever had mind you and we had been dating for almost a year at this point. And my parents' rule was like, if I didn't do my homework, if I didn't go to school or something like that, that I couldn't go to my girlfriend's house that night. And I had a pretty strict curfew, you know, like 10 o'clock on school nights. Oh, wow. And then I think like 11 or 12 on the weekends. Well, I didn't, I don't think I, I think I, I didn't go to school that day, but I had every intention of going to my girlfriend's house. I didn't have my own car at the time. So I still had my parents' car. My mom was like, no, no, no. And my dad, and we ended up getting this big argument. And my dad is a very patient guy, but I was a very hot headed. Like imagine Logan at 17, like figuring out testosterone, beard starting to grow. Like mm-hmm. I'm just like fired up, right? I I like headbutted my dad in the nose. Oh wow. Was, yeah, dude, it was bad. <laughs> so I ended up taking off in the car anyways, and I get a phone call, like, you turn around now. So I turned around and uh we had a talk, but well, yeah, uh, yeah. I was going to say, so your kids are, your kids are doing just fine. <laughs> I mean, look at you. You turned out amazing too. So yeah. 
Just because uh, our kids might make a mistake, it doesn't mean that they're horrible children by no. any means. And so we always, like I, I was doing a post today, and I didn't know if I should do it or not, and I didn't. But it was about like how we all go through struggles in our life. And sure. uh, it has nothing to do with Copper Johns. It's just been on my mind just because of one of my one child and one of, uh, you know, my one child. And I'm like, guys, we make mistakes. We go through trials. We go through heartache. We go through pain. But if you're courageous and you just keep moving forward and you know the things that you're done and you try to, what would you say, better, uh, better yourself or um, take accountability of your mistakes and you keep moving forward. I mean, it's just going to make you more strong. It's going to make you better. It's going to be give you more empathy towards those who are making those mistakes. And I wanted to create that post, and I didn't know how to put it necessarily. But I, that's how I feel with with me is like I've gone through so much. Yeah. Especially these three years with Copper Johns that um, I have so much more empathy towards those who are struggling, uh, those who need help financially, all that kind of stuff. And so hopefully one day I can be that person to help them. That's sure. my goal. But uh, it's just like it gives me a lot more empathy for those who who have made those dumb mistakes, like headbutting your dad. Because it doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just means that you know you did a boneheaded mistake. And so, I really as, as you can tell, it's been on my mind. It really has. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, just, just because uh, I don't know. I just worry uh, sometimes that I'm not being the best parent or best person, and I'm just like, okay, you know. Uh, just, I'd say from the outsider's perspective, you're doing pretty dang good. Yeah, you know what I mean, though. Yeah, I appreciate it. Well, it's, it's just... like it's like that post yesterday, like that I made about walking yeah. to Walmart. Like, I I've got a pretty thick skin now. Like I didn't used to. I used to pretend that I had a thick skin, but I was obviously really struggling. Mm-hmm. But like, it was just one of those. It was one of those couples that they're a little bit older, um, and probably that's probably not even the meanest thing they probably said out loud. But it's probably one of those things that they think out loud, and they probably shouldn't. Oh yeah. So like I'm walking out of Walmart and they're just like, ew, look at his beard. It's way too long. And I'm like, I looked at him and I was like, thanks. <laughs> and they like looked at me like, oh my gosh, you heard that? I'm like, yeah, you said it out loud. <laughs> like, you, is your internal monologue broken and your mouth just says it? Like, <laughs> but I just I mean, it dawned on I mean, that wasn't that bad of like an insult, but it just was kind of like I mean, like we're going to talk about on one of our asking experts, like just like body shaming and things like that. Like I try to be with what I went through with mental health battles and stuff like that changed my, my outlook and my perspective on like just everyone's life in general is so different from the next that I'm just like, you can't, you, you, you can't judge someone else's life based on your own. So in the nicest way possible, nicest way possible, shut your mouth. Like, yeah. what is it like from Bambi, the little rabbit? If you don't got nothing nice to say, you don't say nothing at all. Like Thumper, right? <laughs> but that's what it is. I mean, sometimes people need correcting. Sometimes people need to say stuff. Like, I'm I'm the dad that sits out on my front lawn and yells at people for speeding through my neighborhood. <laughs> like, I've become that guy. But you're but kind at of the same on that time, like, dude, you saw when you picked me up that, or when I yeah. you got dropped off, so we go to Vegas. Like, it's. My, my point being is like there's times to say things to people that they deserve to be heard. And then there's times you just shut your mouth because you're just going to tear someone down for no good reason. So yeah. you know, like I say, some people have never been punched in the mouth and it shows. <laughs> it's unfortunate that people uh, have to uh, be cruel sometimes and not realize that they're being cruel. Um, we're not on the, like they're like, 
Something that you would say on social media, like people don't have a filter on social media, and that that's like some of the posts. Like I'll post something, and uh, <laughs> some of the things that they say, I'm like, dude, if I didn't have self esteem, this would destroy me. Oh, um, dude, a hundred percent. And I'm just like, but it makes me laugh uh, now, just because I'm like, why, what? But uh, it, it, it's a thing, and people do or do get torn down, and it does affect, like, affect some of my children, as you know, and and what they're yeah. being told and what they see online and all that kind of stuff. So it can be dangerous if we're continually around that negativity. Which, on the flip side of that, too, is I have met some of the coolest people through social through social media because yeah like you reap what you sow right like that positive like that like just what's the word i'm looking for kind of like that addictive positivity that some people have not like overly positive that's just kind of like whoa gross you need to stop <laughs> but like <laughs> not richard like, simmons genuine but yeah <laughs> or what is it bob, bob ross everything's, yeah, just bob happy, ross. everything's just a happy little tree like but no, just the, just like the addictive personalities of like people who are, you know, just super genuine, super, super uplifting. And sometimes it's those people that are struggling the most because they're trying to build up other people because they don't feel good about themselves. Mm-hmm. So I try to pay attention to that. I try to, I'm not very good. And I could probably pay better attention inside my own home to things like that. But I know we've kind of gone all over the place back and forth with just like dumb stories, but like this is kind but of where I, but I do have I do have someone to ask you. What do you think? Yeah. You were talking about just you know, some people are trying to fake it. What is your thoughts on people who say uh fake it before you make it? Um I think that has good application sometimes, and sometimes I think it's I think it's ill placed. Does that make sense? It does. So like maybe fake it till you make it on something that you're trying to improve it on, like improve it on, improve on, right? Like Mm -hmm. maybe you've been hanging out with me too long. (laughs) Who learned you how to spoke? (laughs) (laughs) No, but like, I think fake it till you make it in some aspects of, um, you know, you're trying to improve at, you know, something physical, like at, you know, the gym, working out sports, things like that. Right. Um, or even like when I first got into the sales industry years ago, which I'm thankfully not in anymore, was like faking the confidence that you kind of know what you're talking about can be a plus and a negative because you can like flat out lie to somebody to get the sale because you're faking it till you make it. Yeah. So I think it's based, I think it's based on the application. I will say in an aspect of like, if you're trying to be positive and you're trying to be more like full of gratitude, if you're trying to be more like disciplined, that 100% fake it till you make it will yield the results that you're wanting to get. Because when I was having a really hard time, um, I, I, I went on a mission for my church at the time and I was struggling. I went to free, I went to Canada first time outside of the country. I was 19. That's why I'm just joking. Everyone who's listening from Canada, I'm chosen. I love Canada. I love (laughs) Canadians, but anyways, I was struggling. I, I was homesick, whatever. And I remember emailing my dad and being like, I'm, I'm done. I want to come home. And he said, you can look in the room and you can find a hundred things wrong, or you can look in the room and you can find a hundred things right. He's like, whichever one you pay the most attention to is what you are going to lead with. And that stuck with me. And obviously there's a million different renditions of that, of like there, everyone is full, you know, everyone has a good wolf and a bad wolf, whichever wolf you feed is the one that's going to lead the way. You know, if you're in negativity, positivity, like it's, so I think that is a fake it till you make it scenario 100%. 
I'm trying to do that right now with, I think that's what 75 hard did for both of us is it literally forced us to fake the, the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The discipline because we wouldn't have gotten overweight and unhealthy if we had discipline already. So we were faking the discipline by forcing ourselves to hit these daily goals. And now, even though I'm not currently doing 75 hard anymore, because I, I missed a couple of things on the next phase, I'm still disciplined enough that I'm still on my diet. I'm still going to the gym. I'm still drinking a gallon of water. So it's forced me to have that discipline and I faked it till I made it. Same thing with you. So we don't need this super hard nosed coaching program to keep us on the path. But had I not faked it, I wouldn't have made it. Does that make sense? It does. So I think it's, I think it's give and take some situations. It's good. Some situations, I think it's not the right approach. Okay. What about happiness and faking that? Ooh. I'm going deep. We weren't planning on going deep, but this, Bro. this is where I've been like this whole week. Like we've been talking. I'm like, my mind has just been on, on <clears throat> making sure that my kids are happy and, and, and me happy because you've, you've, I vent. I wouldn't say vent is not the right word. I express my concerns because venting is like you know I'm mad and all this. I'm never mad. Sure. It's more. I. It's more of a, I tell you, hey, I'm struggling and this is why I'm struggling and I tell you why. Yeah. And uh, and uh, so is there a time where is it toxic if you are faking happiness or faking that you're happy when you're actually not? Fake it before you make it. Faking being happy when you're not. So that. I'd say can be a very just speaking for personal experience. I think faking happiness can be very dangerous. Right. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, <clears throat> I think it applies to like faking happiness for your wife and children sometimes until like, maybe you can sit down later with your wife so you can explain what you're going through or, or another significant other or friend or whatever. But I think overall faking happiness, like that's what I did for years when I was literally suicidal. I was faking my happiness. Yeah. Like nobody knew, nobody knew I was literally taking my lunch breaks, crying in my car every day to get the big feelings out so that I could go fake that I was just happy go lucky Logan. Right. Absolutely. So I think that's one where that's, that's a, I think that's an emotion, right? You can't, I don't think you should fake your emotions. Like I think, gratitude, discipline, things like that are more like, you know, outward expressions of some of your emotions or their, or like their actions, like you are being mm -hmm. grateful or you are being disciplined, but like happiness is something that like, it's like telling a kid, like I've, I'm guilty of this, telling my kid, like, calm down, stop crying. Like, dude, like that's just what you're feeling. Yeah. And I think we've progressed as a society that like just telling someone to like shut up or, you know, not listening to their feelings is we've recognized is pretty dangerous and can be detrimental, especially mm -hmm. to like kids. But speaking from my experience, it's like nobody knew I was struggling because I faked being happy so damn well that it got dangerous. It got, I mean, to when, when it, when my bipolar really started rearing its ugly head, everyone was like, what is going on? Like, I mean, look at Robin Williams, dude. He was the freaking happiest guy anybody. I mean, he was he was Mr. Freaking Disney, like the voices of the genie. Yeah. He was Mrs. Doubtfire. He was so many like Jumanji. He was so many freaking like pinnacle roles in all of our like childhoods and adolescence and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then to come to find out when we're all adults that like he has not been happy this whole time. So I think that's an emotion you got to pay attention to that if you're not 
if you can't find happiness or like, I mean, there's, there's situational, like situational depression, situ, you know, you know, things based off trauma, things, you know, seasonal depression, things like that. But if you can't find happiness in anything, that's when I think it's time to talk to a professional. If that, does that make sense? See, and I actually think even if you feel like, uh, uh, you're okay. Um, I actually, th- I'm a huge proponent of therapy, um, because oh, there's yeah. always things that you can get off your back and uh, off your shoulders and talk to people about, but here's the thing is there comes a point where everyone talks about toxic masculinity and, and they, w- but then, you know, you tell your feelings and then all of a sudden people are judging you and you feel like they're judging you. So you hold back. And so it's, yeah. it's one, it's one way where people are all chiming in, like, you know, men need to share to express their feelings. Then when you do that, they're judging you and all this kind of stuff. And so it's like, what is what, and what are you supposed to do? And, and, uh, I just found that I'm just to be honest with people. Yeah. Um, and, uh, like I'm a happy person, 99.99% of the time. <clears throat> But the stress of what I do is is sometimes gets to me. And when oh, yeah. things don't happen like this past weekend that I told you about, some things didn't happen like I was really, really hoping would happen. It hit me. Um, and uh, it's, so there's certain situations. But I'm overall, I'm just talking about, you know, um, th- there are some family struggles. And everyone's family has struggles. And, every like, everyone. Not, there's not one single person that doesn't have a yeah. struggle in their life. So I liked how you, it's a matter of perspective, like your dad said, you know, you can look at everything that's wrong or anything, everything that is right. And so being grateful is one of the biggest things that I've noticed that changes my attitude. Like, I am grateful for this. I really am. I am grateful for my children, all this kind of yeah. stuff. And that has changed my outlook. But I was just wondering what your thoughts were on on fake it before you make it because you brought it up and about yeah. happiness. Because it seems like men nowadays aren't necessarily as happy as they used to be. And yeah. uh, because I think the role of a man has is continually changes and it's a lot of there's a lot of confusion because all of a sudden you have to be a provider. Now you don't be a provider. You have to do this. Then you have to do this. And, you have, and you're just like, what the freak? Oh, yeah. That's how I feel. I feel like um, things continually change and we keep getting attacked as men. Yeah. And uh, just on social media, like if you were to talk to my neighbor, you know, we're not like no one's like physically attacking us or, or or in person or or verbally attacking us but it just seems like online and through the news and we're just getting kind of attacked as being a, a man so i was just wondering your thoughts are well it's a <clears throat> it's a damned if you do damned if you don't situation sometimes you know what i mean like you got to be i mean what's that what's oh dude I, I love listening to joe rogan um what's that thing he said one time i know it's not his quote he said i'd rather be <clears throat> I'd rather be a warrior in a garden instead of a gardener in a war. Yeah. Kind of like you need to be, you need to be like, I love, I kind of love this quote, right? Like you need to be, is this, I'm going to butcher the quote, but just, it's more so the thought, like you need to be a guy that is kind hearted, understanding, patience, loving, strong, but able to be a monster when the time arises. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, that, that's a Jordan quote. Yeah. Is that what you said? Jordan Jordan Peterson. Peterson. I love that guy. But that's what my, yeah, I mean, there's a, there, that's why I I try to approach everything situational, right? Like, so I think that like, it's important to pay attention to your feelings. Like if you're not feeling happy, not everything is a depressive state. Like that's a natural human emotion. Like I am not happy with this situation. This happened. I think it's your body, your mind, your emotions, your spirit, whatever you want to call it, telling you like, Hey, 
we need to process this, which means we need to sit here and figure out what are we to learn from this? Or what am I supposed to grow from this? What am I supposed to do with this? Because I think for so long, it was just kind of like men just like shove it down. We don't talk about yeah. it. Yeah. feelings. So my my whole perspective on this is I think it's important to talk about those emotions with the people that you care about. And I think by doing that, you can find out who your inner circle is real quick. Yes, 100%. So if you talk to people about not, I mean, there's a fine line. I mean, if you're the friend that's always complaining, that could be really taxing. Not that I'm saying you are a friend that's always complaining. I'm saying that like, Click. we've all had a <laughs> and you're, I hung up on you. I can't believe what Logan said to me tonight on the podcast. <laughs> but no, but I'm saying of like, I think you can find out real quick of like people who genuinely are in your corner when you open up to them. So it's like a scary road of kind of like, do I want to put, you know, dip my toe in this water and talk to so-and-so about this? Because I've had situations where I overshared with people that I thought I could and it bit me hard. Yeah. So I think everything is, everything is like, you are the captain of your ship. You got to learn how to pay attention to your emotions and your feelings and, and who to share those with. And the minute a red flag pops up with certain people, like remember that one, because you might not want to share something with that person down the road because this happens. Or you might in like in our situation, like, well, I just found one of the best friends I think I'm ever going to have because we connected on TikTok a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. And now you and I talk about like literally like we've both, I've complained to you about stuff. You've complained to me about stuff. And we're both like, go to the gym, work it out. Like, get those emotions <laughs> out. like, and we've both been like, man, I'm glad I did that. Like, thanks for, you know, thanks for telling me like, blah, 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 blah. Like, so did I wish I had, I wish I was, I wish I was as like intelligent as some of these like big influencers in like the men's community, like, mm -hmm. like Jordan Peterson and some of these other guys that are pretty universal. Like they're not political, more so kind of like universal good advice because like, I feel like men just really need to start listening to their feelings and not in like a, I don't know how to, a better way to say this of like, being looked at as a wuss because it's yeah. like i've i i look at a guy who's emotionally strong and that to me is more masculine than somebody who's like oh i'm not gonna do that that's freaking you know that's for wusses i'm trying i'm like what that's the same people who say beard oil is not for me because that's for women you're like what oh, taking yeah. care of yourself is is feminine i'm like okay i'm feminine then like yeah. taking care of yourself is universal feminine and masculine like you want to present yourself well Dude, I got no shame. Like people, someone has asked me, to, they, the number of guys at church I've gotten to grow their beard out. <laughs> and their wives probably hate me. They're like, oh, so do you use like beard oil? And it's kind of like, you just opened Pandora's box. Do I, use, do I use beard oil? I use beard oil, beard butter, mustache wax. I use uh, beard wash. I have charcoal wash. I have a sweet water conditioner. I have, like, I have my own blow dryer. I have my own straightener. I have my own. <laughs> They're like, oh my gosh. I don't even know how to talk to Logan anymore. <laughs> No, but to go off what you were just saying, like, I thought I had some close friends. I really, really did. Sure. And I would uh, say something about, hey, guess what? Something really good news. And they're like, oh. And then they would start talking about their stuff. And and so they weren't my cheerleaders. And I'm trying to be their cheerleaders and that type of thing. And then uh, so I've learned really close. I'm like, okay, they don't care. Yeah. Um, it's all about either uh, money or them and all that kind of stuff. And they're still friends. It's just is what it is. And then there's people like you uh, and a few others where we can talk about anything and we're going to back each other up no matter what. And yeah. uh, 
those are those friends are very uh rare like i said i haven't got i hadn't had a friend like that since high school and i'm 43 yeah. and then all of a sudden uh you know all of a sudden just randomly we connected and it's, it's like <laughs> there's this dude on tiktok that i really like <laughs> <laughs> no but it's, it's true i haven't had that since high school and, and yeah. uh besides my wife i can me and her tell each other everything yeah. but sometimes you just want someone that's your friend that's not your wife that you can not tell her all your stresses in your life like yeah. i don't I know mean, how i'm gonna, gonna make this bill i'm not gonna check out that weird mole on your butt that's for your wife to do but you know, um you already did no no well, <laughs> you gotta stop making claims over the freaking <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, no i'm right there with you because like i i had i would say in the best friend category i've only got two of you i've got my friend johnny jonathan that we have been friends since four he literally kicked me in the back when he was sitting behind me in class because he wanted to be my friend. <laughs> like when we were at, at church. <laughs> we were <clears throat> and then we've literally been friends ever since we have, he lives here in Utah too. Now we grew up in California together. We have com completely different lives. And every now and then we meet up for lunch and just because we've been friends since we were literally babies. Yeah. And it's like, we didn't skip a beat. And he's somebody that he has oh. called me in his darkest times. I have called him in my darkest times. He's literally been there through, everything like one of my best men at my wedding whatever and then there's there's you that slipped into that same category very very quickly because yeah, you right. really have so many different things that we like we like on the same page about so i think it's important for men now that we've kind of gotten on this topic right is i think it's important for men to find find another genuine connection with another dude their person there you need to find your male lobster <laughs> You, please tell me you got that reference. Uh, I did, but I I thought it was hilarious. No, it's Friends, dude. The show, the show Friends. Yeah, but I don't remember Mel Lobster. It's, you know Phoebe, the the kind of doofy blonde one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. She says it's about lobsters. Lobsters like meat for life. Whatever. This got weird. <clears throat> but, but no, like I think it's important for guys to have to have buddies. You know what I mean? Because. Uh -huh. You got to be one way for your family, no matter, no matter what your family looks like. And we're going to talk, we actually, we were going to set to talk about that tonight, but we're going to think save that for another one. Just the different ways that families can be set up. I think it's important for men to be what we need to be for our families. But at the same time, I think it's important that you have other relationships, like appropriate relationships out there to like, still be able to be yourself, still be able yeah. to be like a kid at heart and like have fun and, like we both have said, like, I think I'm a better person getting to know you. Like we get to like, you know, we talk about, you know, fart chills and twilight. And then we also talk about really uh -huh. deep stuff. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, it's just like that. Like I can talk to my wife about all this, but it's just, it's different. Like her and I, you know, best friends, all that kind of stuff. But it's just like, she didn't grow up a guy playing football. She didn't yeah. know what it's like. She doesn't know what a huddle is. You know, she doesn't know the camaraderie that you can build. However, she has wonderful friends that are females that I don't ever know what that's like. Dude, and, have, you uh, ever she seen, should. have you ever seen a female text thread? Uh, no. I, Dude, here's the thing is Candace said, check this out. I, like, I've never looked at Candace's phone for 22 years. Sure. 20, how long have I been married? 20 years? I don't know. 20. I, don't know. I think it'll be 21 in a couple of months. So we've been, almost, we've been together over 21 years. And, uh, I've never just looked at her phone. So no, yeah. I don't. I hear her chimes all the time. I'm like, what the freak? <laughs> just turn it on vibrate. It's like bing, 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> 
but no, like, dude, like my, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna out my wife, but like her and her for her girlfriends or her and her sisters talk about, I'm gonna like, you know, you're worse than guys. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think, I think kind of obviously the vibe of this, the, this episode has kind of gone to is, is just, yeah, I think it's just typical to what our podcast is. It's just like stuff that guys need to hear that it's okay. One, it's okay to not be okay. Two, like, it's okay to talk about your feelings. It's okay to find somebody that you can jive with so that you can get to a better health. Health is more than just physical health. Mm-hmm. I literally like health starts in your brain because if your brain's sick, like it, it messes up so many different things and it doesn't have to be a clinical sickness. I mean, you can be like, just, you know, you're just really down in the dumps. This economy freaking sucks. Like everything is so hard right now. And I mean, I've seen some of the strongest guys I know are struggling right now because businesses are hard to keep up if you're a smaller business when with the economy. So I think the thing to take away from this is like, yeah, fake it till you make it. Unless it's something that you really need to get some help on or you really need to start like getting some advice from a mentor or someone that you really trust because we're all better when we're better, if that makes sense. Does that, I mean, that's kind of corny to say, but like, I feel so much better now, but if I, I could not see where I'm at today, seven and a half, eight years ago, if that makes sense. Yeah. There's no way I could have seen myself in this point because I was in this perpetual state of fight or flight and it's not a way to live. It's, it's seriously exhausting. So. And one other thing that I would add is you are normal. Um, I hear this a lot is I wish I was normal. I wish I was normal. I'm like, What's normal? You yeah. are normal. And just because you're sad or just because you're going through this issue does not make it that you're not normal. You are normal and what you're going through is normal. Yeah. And, and I promise you, you are okay. And you can get through this. And that's one thing that I've noticed that I used to say is I wish I was normal. I wish I didn't feel this way. And I've come to the conclusion that I am normal. We, I am going through certain situations in my life and it's okay. And it's okay to feel down sometimes. It's okay to be happy sometimes. We're all normal and it's okay. Well, and I think maybe we can maybe we can round it out with this, but have you ever heard the story of the guy that jumped off of the Golden Gate Bridge to commit suicide and he actually was he actually lived? Uh, I think you've told me it before. Yeah. So he he I can't remember he was pretty young, but I was listening to a podcast where he was talking about it. And then I and then I end up seeing the clip later on Instagram. Um, but he, he jumped, I can't remember how high, but we all know how the, how, how high the golden gate bridge is and then hitting concrete at 75 miles or hitting water at 75 miles an hour is like hitting concrete. Mm-hmm. But he said he was so sure in that moment, yada, 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 that he was done and he jumps. And he said the minute he hit the water and he was, he went down like 70 feet underwater and he obviously fractured a bunch of like fractured a bunch of bones and like his, a couple of vertebrae were like obliterated. And he said that he was swimming pretty much without his legs because his legs legs weren't working at the moment. And he said, all I wanted to do in that moment was live. I was so sure that I was done. But then the minute I was hit with a survival moment, he's like, all I wanted to do was live. And I instantly regretted jumping. So I think that there we get trapped in these moments of like, we are stuck in that moment. And there's so hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel, but that as humans, whatever we, whatever theology or religion or like, you know, conspiracies you subscribe to at the end of the day, we're all fighting our own freaking battles. And I think at the end of the day, though, the whole point of this life is to live it 
to the best of our ability and to be as happy as we can and to thrive as best as we can. And some people are at different parts in the race. And mm-hmm. I don't think anybody is winning and anybody's losing. We're all just at different points on the track and like you'll get through it, but you, you got to try. And if you're ready to give up, don't, <laughs> I, I hate to say that, but like I've been there, I was ready and I didn't because I found my reason to stay. So I think that, <clears throat> I mean, message me if you're at that point, I will happily talk to you as long as I need to, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So stop being so hard on yourself, guys. Like there's, I mean, the world needs you. The world's a better place with you here. And it's just, no one has your life. So don't compare yourself to anybody else. It's life sucks Ooh, enough as it is. That's a good one too. Don't compare because that's a yeah. huge thing. Social media, everyone shows you the best of themselves. They don't show you the flaws. Yeah. So make sure that you're aware of that. That when So, dude, I feel like this turned out to be an amazing episode to me. Like I've learned a lot. I felt a lot. Um, yeah. Love you even more, Logan. No, I love you too, man. You're my male lobster. <laughs> I want to make a t-shirt that says, you're my male lobster. <laughs> but everyone listening, obviously you can DM Logan, you can DM me, and uh, we're always around and, and wanting to help. So appreciate you, man. Thanks for taking time to do this tonight. Yeah, I love that. We need to, we've got some other uh, some other really good episodes planned, but I, I like Probably going to end up doing two episodes, not, or, well, recording two episodes next month or next week just with uh, we're going to have uh, a couple of cool really espn newscaster and then also um a doctor um of uh, psychology and yeah. her her specialty is eating disorders and uh, I, I know it doesn't sound fun but holy crap did i learn a lot yeah well i think it's i mean the more you know literally because we all have people in our lives you don't know what they might be going through and it might help yeah. us see some signs so absolutely but from here on out, we'll keep going. I don't know what I, what? <laughs> <laughs> like onward and upward. <laughs> it's like Michael Scott. Yeah, it's like Michael Scott. Sometimes I just keep talking and I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> we should just start ending every episode with a Michael Scott quote. <laughs> yeah, we should. You missed 100% of the shots you don't take. Michael Scott, <laughs> Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> His band-aids and my nipples are still burning. <laughs> This is this is what we go from 100% serious to 100% like just bad. No, but don't you remember he's sitting here running that little 5K yeah. and his nipples are just bleeding like yeah, crazy. Yeah, after he ate, a whole, he, after, he ate a whole he ate a whole plate of, of uh, chicken Alfredo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's what it's oh anyways, well, we love you well, guys. Until next week. Wait, <laughs> no, hold on. Dead bods and beards. <laughs> oh, all right, goodbye. Okay, bye. Thank you so much for listening, guys. It means the world to us. If you have a chance, please give us a five-star review as well as write something a little purdy in there so that we know that you know that we know that you care. Anyway, have a great day. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> Dude, that was good. That was, I liked that. You can't redo it without laughing. That was good.